Welcome to Small Town Big City, where two people with completely different upbringings talk about the past, the future, everything in between, who also happen to be married. This is our show. Welcome everyone to the first episode of Small Town Big City. I'm your host, Alex. I'm your other host, Chris. (laughs) Guys, he's more nervous than I am doing this. And he's the talker, and I just ramble a lot. So... This is obviously the first episode that we're doing together, and uh, we wanted to dive deep into our past, which was a little bit traumatic, let's be real. Today's episode is going to be talking about bullying. Are you ready for this? I'm talking to you, audience. It's going to be a fun ride talking about all the things that made us who we are today. Probably better people, to be honest, but maybe not. I guess we'll see. Are you ready to do this? I'm asking you now, Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, I, I don't really know. If, do, do I just ask you the questions? Do we ask each other the questions? How does it work? guess we'll figure it out. So, I guess, uh, like, what's the first time you remember being bullied? It's kind of a hard question. I don't really remember the exact first time because my memory with bullying I had so many traumatic experiences with it and so many times that it really affected me that the first time probably wasn't big enough to really keep in my mind. But the first personal time I can recall would be what started it all and started the worst years of my life would be when a young boy in my class in grade three decided to give me a nickname that would stick with me until the end of grade six. Um, The nickname, which is a very stupid name and means nothing, uh, was Mother Goose. Um, Why it stuck and why it became such a traumatic thing, I do not know. But it was horrible. It would, the whole school, the whole teachers, I even had parents call me it. It was, traumatic it was really not fun for me and i i think that the word itself is what it, even it doesn't it's though it's not like a like a harmful word it's because of the, they were saying it to you right like it was like everyone was ganging up on you calling you that so i feel like it doesn't matter what the word would have been it could have been anything mm-hmm. that they called you but it's because everyone was ganging up on you so it makes yeah, sense right they, of course they knew it bugged me and they they kept it going and they expanded it so wide that I was in grade four and a school that had from grade four to grade eight and every single grade, even when I was in grade five, the grade fours would call me it. When I was in grade four, everyone from grade four to grade eight would call me it. I, my sister was in the same school with me and she can remember not wanting to tell people that she was my sister because of how targeted I was. And it was, that wasn't the only thing I got targeted for, but yeah, it was the main that began it. That's Be- insane. Began. It, it, it was the what, beginning. Yeah, we'll just say it, that. It, what that's that's crazy. It's, it all. it's crazy how people can, um, like make people do other things, and it's because everyone's a follower, right? And there are people that don't follow along, obviously, but it's just easier to follow along instead of being the only person not being dick right Mm -hmm. i can come back to that with a lot of stories (laughs) um let's see what's the first thing that i remember 
I think, I don't know if it was the first time, but it's the first thing that I remember. It was grade six, I think. So what are you, like 12, 11, 10? Mm-hmm. Well, I think so because you're... 11. I think actually less than that because when I was in grade seven and eight... You were 14 in grade nine. Okay, so yeah, so probably 11. So this is when you're 11 years old. Okay. Or you're 13 in grade nine, just turned 14. Okay, so like, let's just say 10, 11 years old. I, I had a group of friends, and this was Catholic school. Remember that. You'd, Same. You'd think that people would be very nice in Catholic school, yep. but that is not true. I went to Catholic school up to grade <laughs> six, so. Yeah, so nothing wrong with Catholic school, but sometimes <laughs> there's people at Catholic school that are not very nice. Mm. Anyway, so I had a group of friends. We were friends for a really long time, too. Like, you can ask my mom. She knows all these people. Like, we were, we were good friends. So I'll always remember we were doing i don't i don't know what what how we came to this but we were doing um like a project for school and we decided that we were going to do a, a scene from greece um like sandy and danny and i said to them i was like what well, like you know whatever whatever it came to but anyways they ended up telling me that i was too fat to play sandy and i'm 11 years old they're, they're telling a 10 year old slash 11 year old whatever age you are that i was too fat to play sandy who even teaches somebody to tell somebody that they're too fat? You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that is some twisted stuff. Anyway, so they told me that I was too fat to play Sandy, and then I needed to call Jenny Craig. How do you even know about that stuff when you're a kid? So something we should probably mention is our age. Yeah. We are both 29 years of age. So we grew up and went to school in the 90s. Yes, we are so old. <laughs> the 90s wasn't a really kind era to children who were different in the eyes of parents even or in the eyes of just society if you had any type of thing that wasn't acceptable that be a learning disability overweight anything like that you were targeted a lot worse than like 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 there was other things that are worse today for it but you don't see it as bad as you saw it in the 90s because it was so much more uncontrolled and it was easier to leave it alone and not speak about it than approach it properly. Yeah, I guess I never really did anything about it. No one did. It's not like I was like, oh, mom, dad, like, you know, or mom, stepdad, well, whatever. For me, the only thing that kept me sane through it all, because you can ask many people, including teachers, who I am very, very good friends with a teacher I had in school. Her daughter is my best friend. Mm. And she will tell you that if there was any kid that she thought would have done something drastic because of the way they were treated through school, I was that person. Yeah. She would tell you that she's shocked that I made it through the way I did because and the only reason I made it through that way was because of my mom and my dad if it wasn't for them and having the parents I had well especially my mom I would never have got through it. my mom always believed everything I told her yeah. they never gave her a reason not to believe me and if I didn't have that and I didn't have that relationship with her don't really know what would have happened because it would have been a lot harder to handle yeah oh a hundred percent I think that's the difference between you and I, though, is that you, like, from what I recall, you, like, for me, I don't, I didn't tell anybody. It's not like I went to my family members and was like, hey, 
Uh, these people said that to me. Like, maybe I did, but I don't remember doing it, right? And it's because it's... It, well, for me, what happened to me wasn't the same as what happened to you. No. People were actually, like, hurting you. People... Yeah, but my mom never really got a view of that up until when I was in grade five. And I was in Mrs. Fox's class. And for some reason, I think my mom was there to have a meeting with her after school. And she was waiting in the classroom. We were finishing up our day. And we, again, the 90s. <laughs> big thing to have a computer in your classroom. We didn't have We're those. Old. Usually you had to go to the <laughs> library. And even then it was very rare. Uh, so we, for some reason, had a computer in the classroom. And all the kids were around it, looking at it. And I had pointed out to my mom that this one boy was very... Uh, I, be honest even if i could remember his name i don't yeah um we're not gonna say no, names though <laughs> no obviously but i wouldn't like don't there was just so many people that i don't remember his yeah. name but he uh he was very i think he was new to the school that year and he was very dramatic when it came to the bullying of me and he was very outward with it like he was bullying you as well or oh yeah he, oh, every, okay. everyone no sure there was, was not a single okay. no there was not a single person that was against the bullying in my up until grade six then mm -hmm. i had a friend finally but we'll get there um no but this boy he uh he would be very outward about it and so i knew that if i did something that wasn't attacking him or being aggressive towards him all so i told my mom i was like watch and she was like chris don't and i was like no watch i'm not going to do anything mm -hmm. all i did he was sitting in the chair in front of the computer i walked up beside him and i nudged my elbow against his mm -hmm. that was enough of a reaction from him to flail back so fast that he fell out of his chair and fell on the ground acting like i shoved him or like i attacked him and i got in trouble of course yeah, of course uh, in the moment, not by my mom, by the teacher, because she did not see what happened. So afterwards, my mom called the teacher over and she's like, Chris did not do any of that. Yeah. Chris was just standing beside the boy and he overreacted at just my son standing beside him. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm not okay with that, obviously. Yeah. My course. mom was my advocate. My mom always protected me whenever I needed it uh and she would go to bat for me hard like I will never forget the times that she went into the principal's office and I would sit outside for half an hour hour as she's just yelling at the guy because of the way I was treated it was it didn't help and finally like my mom always let me make my final decision and that's the only way I was able to get out of that situation that's insane. Uh, so speaking of us being old now and the difference between the 90s versus like bullying today, I guess. Bullying today is so much more anonymous. It's yeah. not. It's almost more hurtful because you don't know the exact people who are doing it. Yeah. Oh, the For internet? me, I knew every single person who didn't like me. I knew who my enemies were. I knew who my friends were. There wasn't a way for them to hide. Like, the only thing that we had close in that age, at least, before Facebook and MSN and all that, would be writing notes. Yes. And you'd find a note that was about you. I found them. They would be stuck in my desk. 
See, I, I never, I don't think I ever experienced that, to be honest. Like, we used to send each other notes, but it wasn't, like, hateful notes, obviously. Uh, or people about me. Not that I knew of, anyways. I'm yeah. sure people wrote some but stuff But, yeah, I remember me. you had friends. Eh, From grade yeah. three to grade six, I might have had one friend, and I don't even personally like to call them a friend. Because... I, was, I was just going to say, I don't think they were friends. I think they were just, no, no, like, no. they were, like... For you? Yeah. Like, yeah. for, for me, anyways. Like, those girls were not my friends. They were... We were just all, I think, misfits, and we all kind of and that's stuck the, together. The one boy that was my friend, he was seen as an outcast as well. And he had a learning disability, and he was different. Yeah. But he also had a need to fit in more than I did, I think. Yeah. I wanted to fit in, but I wasn't going to change myself to fit in. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't like I and I tried to fit in. I did things that I personally regret, and I regret stoop, stooping to their level yeah. and doing things like I. There was one boy that always made it seem like he wanted to be my friend, and to be honest, I I still can't tell if he actually did. Yeah, because he was he invited me his birthday. The only person to ever do that. Oh. Uh, to have me at your birthday was like to have a, the birthday ruined. Like, like you're you're like the leper, like social yeah, leper, pretty 100%. much. Hundred percent. Like yeah. Uh, um, the only reason I got invited, I remember a story coming up a couple of years ago about like parents saying like, you have to invite every kid because if not, like that kid feels left out. Oh yeah, that was a big. Thing to be honest, I actually would have rathered not the being invited. Three birthdays <laughs> I went to in grade school, I would rather not been invited to those because all I did was sit at the side table and not be involved in any of it. And when I was forced to be involved in it, I felt, I felt horrible. I felt le like I felt even more left out because no one wanted to interact with me. Also, those birthday parties are not fun anyways. But uh, I mean, laser tag was pretty fun. I don't think I, I honestly, I think that my childhood is just so like, like pushed back into the back of my mind. I, I remember like bits and pieces of it, not just like the bad stuff, like the good stuff too, that I don't remember ever being like going to birthday parties stuff like that it's just not something that i also the only way i remember I my parent my mom was able to get me to have people come to my birthday party was to split my party with another boy who had a, a birthday in december because i have a birthday in december and it was hard to have a birthday party in december yeah. in canada uh especially and so we did it together and that was only the only people that showed up were his friends So it, it was kind of not, didn't feel great, to be honest. I would have rather just stay at home. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's a wild journey, that's for sure. Uh, okay, so basically, like going back to like the today's bullying, um, cyberbullying. That's a good that's a good one. I know we said that, like it's easier to be, like more anonymous now. What's the first time you remember ever being cyberbullied? I didn't really have much experience with that just because I, as you can attest to, I don't really get involved with social media, with anything like that. But I think my would probably be when I had one of my first girlfriends and her ex-boyfriend uh, got a hold of my MSN somehow and was like, Stop aging us. <laughs> blocked. Like, blocked like his blocked. username. And he just, like, said really mean crap to me. Trying to get me to, you know, do something stupid and lose my girlfriend. Okay, well, I guess I have a completely different 
like uh, experience with cyberbullying because that was like my well, number. Also, small oh, town. More, yeah, small where town. Big we city. didn't have Welcome. like in my, my house. God, I didn't have a computer until I was in high school. Yeah, available to me. Um, I didn't have a cell phone until I was in grade ten. I didn't have any access to that type of stuff. Like I didn't even have a Facebook account until grade eleven. Yeah, I get. Yeah, well, and people had Facebook accounts like since I was in grade eight. Well, guys, there's the uh, the name of our show. You can see why we're so different. I so we had we did have a computer back like from so like okay so grade seven and eight we moved in with David, and we had our own like we had our like we moved out of, like, of grandma's place, but like before that, like I can't. When did MySpace come out? I'm trying to remember like the specifics of it. I never had MySpace. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, wow, I you were not a freak MySpace. like me and my friends, obviously. Do you know that Jeffree Star was my number one friend on there? Like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't. Like, we were friends in real life, obviously. But he... Because you could have, like, a top friends. And you could do, like, 3, 7, 12, I think it was. And I was always like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm going to have a top three. And Jeffree Star was my number one. So, I'm cool. Anyway, so the first experience was on Facebook. And it was Honesty Box. I don't know if you remember Honesty Box. I don't think anybody remembers Honesty Box because I've asked people before and they're like, what the heck is Honesty Box? Anyways, so Honesty Box was... There were so many little widgets to Facebook at that time. Yeah, but this was like in the back. This was like the back. Yeah, like at the beginning when it was only on computer. Like you couldn't access Facebook from your phone. No, I don't know. We didn't have smartphones. I had a flip phone. If you accessed from your your phone it came up as could not process or something because yeah, something like it that. You couldn't handle it so and the wall was much different than what it is today and you had things like honesty box or um my top 10 i always did the top 10 list i had like that was a thing yeah like, like for you, people yeah but you put you your wall wasn't where people interacted with you it's where you interacted with your friends you'd put things about yourself on your wall well, the wall has changed drastically okay, well, we from my memory. Anyways, okay, so Honesty Box was something that you could submit to people, so, like, so, sorry, somewhere that you could submit to people without them knowing it was you. Yeah. But the thing is, you could kind of tell who it was usually because they, they would have to be online for you to know. So that's how people always figured out who was talking So it wasn't smack. like a message, it was like an instant Yeah, so basically thing. it was literally like... Kind of like, like a game. Okay, so... Nowadays, they have the same thing, kind of, but it's, like, a different app. So, it's, like, um, ask me questions, something like that. The, the, the generation, this generation will know what it is because they use this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen it before, and it hurts. So, the first time was when people started messaging me on there telling me that I smelled bad. They would constantly be, like, you smell disgusting. You need to shower more often. Stuff like that. Like, just being, like, really rude. No one ever called me fat on there, but they did tell me I smelled really bad a lot and then I need to shower. And at the time I wasn't really, I don't think I was as concerned about my hygiene as I am now. And I think that's what made me so concerned about my hygiene now. Like, you know me, I won't wear the same clothes twice because I'm crazy, but I'm, but not like crazy where it's like, I mean, it's normal, but you're, you're a little more intense with it. Okay. It's not normal. A lot of people wear their clothes many times. I mean, yeah, but you shouldn't. Yeah, but it's such a normal thing. People are just like, oh, whatever. It's, it's, I only wore it once for like two hours. I'm still going to wear it. 
if I put a pair of pants on and I wear it for five minutes and decide to change, I will not wear those pants again. And that's because of all my childhood dreams <laughs> of being told I smell bad. That was the first time. And I think that it was like back, like, I think now it hit, hurts me more than it did back then. But back then I remember being like, why are people saying this to me? That's so mean. Like, why would you message somebody anonymously to tell them that they smell bad? Why not just, like, I don't know, tell them in person so they can shower? You know what I mean? I don't know. For me, it was, like, it was something that I was like, what the heck, man? Like, why would you, you do that? So, one thing um, is that, what was the first time you remember being bullied as a child by an adult? Like, centered out by either a teacher or a friend's parent or even your own family let's see like teachers obviously called me out all the time i was not a great student that's for sure yeah but being a great student but calling you out for like being yourself or just for per like for bullying reasons not because you didn't try in school huh honestly do not remember anything like that happening to not me. like a, a friend's parent that centered you out because you were different or I like as a child I probably not like as an adult or a teenager probably yeah like I'm sure something happened to me I I can't even think of like I don't know what about you you tell me yours and I'll think so about something <laughs> my time was a teacher um probably isn't the first but it's the most memorable and the most traumatic and actually I wouldn't say I would thank this person for doing what they did, but I would definitely say if they didn't do it, something else might have given me this power. But um, so it was my grade six teacher. I won't say a name, but he uh, he was a different type of person. He, um, which I found out at a later age, had ADHD, just like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid with ADHD, I was different. I was not as good at focusing on schoolwork or focusing on being a part of the class in a proactive way. Not like in a way like I was trying to not be a part of it. I just had a hard time figuring out what that was. Yeah. And he uh, was very outward with his thoughts about how I was never going to make it anywhere in life. And he decided one day to say that in front of the whole class. Uh, with me standing up in front of them. Oh God. And he decided that that was the time to say that. And then of course I went home and told my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know exactly how long it was until she had a meeting with him. But probably very quickly. <laughs> Knowing my mom. Yeah, probably. Um, I will always remember sitting beside her. And we were in a portable. So she had the meeting in the portable with him. And I will never forget covering my head with my sweater. Because I was trying to hide from him that I was crying. Because he kept saying to my own mother that I was never going to make it anywhere. Because I could not control myself. And I would not be able to be an actual participating person of society mm -hmm. and I would never be able to do anything like go to school or graduate high school even um 
the day I graduated high school, the first thing I ever really wanted to do was go back to him and be like, you <laughs> be know like, what, C-B-H? you were wrong. <laughs> and I can say one thing for my mom is I've never heard her swear before that <laughs> oh and God. heard her get aggressive. But I'm surprised that man made it over there alive because my mom went off and mm-hmm. she protected me. And at the end of that school year is when my mom said, obviously, this isn't getting any better for you. Mm-hmm. Things aren't changing, so you need to make a decision. She gave me full-on choice. So I went to a Catholic school, or if I had stayed, I'd stayed at the same school until grade 8. But there, we had a public school that was a grade 7-8 school. Yeah. And my mom said, do you want to go, do you want to stay at St. Rafe's, or do you want to go to Homedale? Yeah. And... I don't even think I waited a whole day to tell her the answer. I think I just like, straight up went, right I'm now, going go. to Homedale. I, I think that, I one, religion was never really the reason I was at that school to begin with. So it wasn't the original thing that kept us there. Um, and two, it was so horrible that grade six year was probably the worst experiences. Uh, I got thrown in a dumpster and locked in it. Mm-hmm. For probably over an hour. Yeah. I spent in that dumpster. I, um, like, I remember being expelled for attacking a kid, even though I was at the back of the room when he was at the front of the room. Yeah. I got not, not, sorry, not expelled, suspended. In school suspension. Oh my God. Um, I got in school suspension because I didn't bring my, uh, swim trunks with me to go to the YMCA. Um, I think I ran away from school that day and that was the last day of school. So I went to Homedale and to be honest, best decision I ever made, because even though I remember at least two kids from the same school from St. Rafe's came with me to Homedale, they did not. And they were a part of the bullying. If not some, one of them was probably one of the biggest in the bullying and they left it alone. So weird. They, one was in my homeroom class in grade seven and he never brought it up. That's so strange. He, and the one girl that came, she never brought it up. They left it alone. I got a new nickname, of course, but <laughs> hey. that nickname, I ran with it and didn't let it bug me because I learned from the past experiences. Yeah. And I actually think I even made it like my username on something and then everyone just said, oh, he doesn't care. So left it alone. I was called Caveman because I had a unibrow. And I just rocked it. I just, like, Excuse went me. with it. I kind of I, I used it as, like, holes and used it yeah, like, from, say... from that. And I think that's how I, like, I took a lot from my past experiences. And I didn't let things they said get to me. And it showed them that I wasn't going to be bullied anymore. And those two years, I made a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend within mm-hmm. two months. Maybe the ladies, too. Yeah, friends two, and ladies. Yeah, two months I had a girlfriend, and it's because one of my friends talked her into dating me. <laughs> uh, we dated for six months, uh, which is big in grade seven, and I have to admit. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> um, any boyfriends, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, best thing I ever did would be getting away from such a horrible situation. Yeah, I... Honestly, well, because it was of that probably teacher. the best choice that you made. Because I left, I also left grade, like I, when I, when we moved, like we moved areas. So I left Catholic school too. 
went to public school, which was like a totally new experience, obviously. Yeah, well, you moved schools a lot. Like, you didn't have, like, a very... Like, I went from the... So, I changed schools, but not school boards. Yeah. So, in a little town, we had one school board, and there was only one set of schools for that. So, Catholic school, there was... We had our kindergarten to grade three school, to St. Gabe's, and then the sister school was St. Rafe's. So the same kids that went to went to school at St. Gabe's went to school again with each yeah, other at St. Rafe's. But that's a small town thing, right? Yeah. So, I'm sure... but you didn't have such a steady from kindergarten to grade six or whatever of I... being in the school with the same kids. Oh yeah, it would have probably constantly. been like such a such a weird, like I don't know. And it, well, okay, so grade seven and eight, it. All the people from grade, the grade seven and eight pretty much go to the same high school afterwards. So yeah, it's kind of similar. It's almost similar, right? Because the friends that I had in grade seven and eight, some of them came to like the same school as, school as me. Because in the district there was two high schools. Actually, I guess there was technically three, but it depended where you were like where you lived. So same. yeah, yeah. So a lot of the people like went between the two schools. So I, I still knew pretty much everybody, right? But we like we're all different crowds, anyways. Anyways, right? So. So I was trying to think of like what you were asking me. Family-wise, I don't think so. I like I can't think of anything anyways. Like friends or friends parents, it was probably I mean, these days like from, like when I was a teenager to not now, but to a certain age when I was still rebellious little bad brat. Like parents would always be like, "Yeah, you can't hang out with her because she's a bad influence." Like she's toxic, like whatever, right? And honestly, back in the day, I was probably an a-hole to be honest right so i i understand why parents would be like no don't hang out with her she's kind of a bad influence now i'm an angel i'm just kidding um but there's there's two teachers one of them not for being a bad student but for he was my gym teacher i i told you about this the other day i think he was honestly like i told you about him but i didn't tell you what like what he would do mm-hmm. he was very like he liked active students and me I was kind of tubby you know like I didn't really like gym class I never liked gym class because me having to do running and activities is not my thing he would actually leave me when everyone else is done he would leave me like he would make everybody go back to gym class like okay so leave you where like whenever like during activities like if we were doing something and I and I was not done yet he would like make me stay and finish it when everyone else like left to go do other activities so i'm getting like so like hyped from it like heated because he just like pissed me off so much that i'm like breathing heavily so you guys are probably gonna hear me breathing heavily because of the anger so okay so there was a yard obviously outside like where we did gym class and then like in the gym right this man we were he made us do i think a five kilometer run and i'm like okay you want me to run five kilometers you know how many laps that is around the freaking field like a hundred. <laughs> okay, well, let's tell like a hundred. I think I ran for 30 seconds and then I walked the rest of it because it, like I didn't have the agility to do it because I wasn't ever forced to like exercise and stuff like that. So I wasn't really like fit or anything like that. Everybody finished and he left me there. He went inside with the rest of the gym class so I could stay outside by myself in the schoolyard to finish doing it. And he, he wouldn't let me not do it he made me stay out there until i finished but luckily two other students like that were my friends i guess i don't know 
came out and walked with me for the rest of the way. That was nice. But the fact that he left me out there was like, whatever. Like, he, like that's that's some shady business. Yeah. And my school had some shady stuff like that. That, right? like, that's not cool, man. Like, yeah, that's... But, like, as a teacher, no. Like, during an actual class, like, the only thing I have that relates to that would be my school for punishment if you mm-hmm. did something bad in the schoolyard or even in class they wouldn't give you detention you would have to go outside and stand on a fence post facing away from the yard so Heck. in my situation i face the street um That's like t- towards this yeah business. towards the sidewalk uh did it many times through my grade school until one day why she was in the area, I don't know, because she did not live in the area of my school, really. Like, mm-hmm. she kind of did, but it's my grandmother. <laughs> um, drove by, notices me standing oh on a fence post. So we're like, Christopher, Of a doing? chain link fence, staring out there. She pulls over, gets out, and goes, Chris, why are you standing here? <laughs> and I go, well, I did, I did something, so I have, this is my punishment. She goes, are you kidding me? She goes, there was, and, and, and where we were, I was the farthest away from the school. So we had yard supervisors who weren't parents or teachers. They were just volunteers, as far as I know, where they got paid. Um, and they would just stand in the yard and make sure kids didn't do bad things. They would never be around. They would just be off away from me. So I was mm-hmm. unsupervised, standing at the side of a road in the 90s. <laughs> that's um, so random honestly that's it was like... yeah it was screwed up uh my grandmother proceeded to make me get off the pole come to her where <laughs> she then took me to the school walking up the um very long driveway uh where the supervisors then noticed i wasn't on the pole anymore oh my God. and go chris why are you and then she, they were like my grandmother was like i'm his grandmother and i am taking him to the office and that's that and walked me to the office where she then proceeded to yell at my principal for, um, yeah, he was not a good person. Uh, and this not just coming from my personal opinion of him. He, uh, from all the kids I have still contact to very few, even the teacher that I have said, I know to this day, um, he was not a liked man for his the ways that he dealt with students and the ways he dealt with things. So like my grandmother proceeded to get pissed with him and say her stuff, that which I don't remember. She then went one step farther mm-hmm. and went to the actual school board. Oh my God. And I don't know if she went there or called, but she did something because a couple weeks later, no kid was allowed to stand on a pole the ever pole again. The pole and was gone. I was always looked at. Much differently from that principal in those yard supervisors because... Oh, yeah, they probably hated you. Oh, they did not just did they hate me, but they were almost a little bit more afraid of, like, my family because my family are British and are very open people. If you do something and they don't like it, they're going to make sure you know it. And especially when it came to me with my grandmother, I can probably say that me and her get along very, very well, especially when I was a kid. And she would defend me like a mother bear. Speaking of your grandmother, did you call her? No, I did not. <laughs> you should probably call her. I should. This is a, a quick message to everybody to call your grandparents <laughs> or your parents or your siblings. Whatever. Especially if you don't live in the same town as them. Exactly. You should 
be calling them to tell them that you love them. Um, yeah, so I honestly, I don't think that I, I have anything too traumatizing that, that, that has to do with that kind of stuff. I, and if I do, it's probably just suppressed. It's just deep inside there. It's because it wasn't important enough for me personally. I think because it was it. such a big part of my life, it yeah. was impossible for me to suppress it. Mm-hmm. Like, it controlled my day to day for so long that, like, it would control my personal decisions about the things I did on the weekends. That as a child, like, not like I was not old enough to care about stuff like that, but because of that it would affect my like I wouldn't ever go into a situation where I would see these kids outside of school yeah and I think because of that I it will never leave me it will always be a part of me uh it also I can say from my experience with it made me the person I am today and if I didn't have the same experiences I don't know if I would still be the person I am because I got a lot of compassion from that because I saw how mean and horrible the world can be and mm-hmm. personally didn't really want to do that to other people. Yeah. And saw what just being someone's friend could really do. Yes, I had moments myself where there was probably other and well there was another kid that yeah, I wasn't the nicest to. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Shortly. But it was still there were still moments that I still treated him like a human because I knew how it felt to be in his situation. Oh yeah, I think that, I think being bullied or just like anything that's happened to you that's traumatic, like in your past, I think it definitely changes you. And like, I obviously it changes you, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes it helps you become a better person or like... If you are able to get past it. Yeah, if you have the right Be able to learn from it, then yes. But... I've known kids that couldn't get past it. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, I, I personally never knew anyone that went to a drastic place. But, mm-hmm. like, I like there's people that, no, I don't think ever got over it and got past it. Because they weren't able to or didn't have that support system. Yeah. To be able to not focus on it and move on from it. Yeah, I know. I know a few people that just couldn't deal with it that, like committed suicide and and it's it's probably it i don't i don't know i don't like i I don't really have to be honest if i didn't have the support system i had i probably could have been one of those kids because i was able to talk to my parents every day about it i was able to tell them everything i was able and they weren't blaming me they weren't they they were supporting me the best way they could like I've seen other kids where their parents blame them for it, for being bullied, yeah, because they weren't doing enough to not be bullied. Like it, I was very lucky to have the support system in the family I have, because definitely without my mother and my dad and my grandmother, I would not be able to tell you that I would still be here today because I got through a lot of it because of them. Yeah, which is insane because there's people out there who have literally nobody. Yeah. Or they they have people, but not everybody understands. They have people, but they also they might not have people that have the ability themselves to support them because they're going through the traumatic part of being an adult with children and they personally don't have the ability to handle that. Yeah. So how are you supposed to handle something else like that? Or, well, not how are you supposed to, but 
some people just don't have that ability. Yeah, or they or they just have some people that just don't understand. Yeah. Because not everybody went through bullying. Not everyone... I'm sure... I'm sure there's people out there who have never been bullied before, who have never experienced that before. Oh, there, 100%. there has to be people out there that have never I experienced I know people it. that probably definitely never experienced so it. So why would they understand? So it it really sucks that you never know. Like, telling people how you feel about something or, like, trying to tell them about how your past... Is haunting or or if you're being bullied right now you don't know the person that you're telling if they're gonna like what's gonna what the outcome is gonna be yeah, so it's really it must be really hard like I don't it's definitely a really big bonus to have those people in your life that you know you can trust with and have the ability to tell them those things because they'll support you no matter what yeah so for sure. like even to this day I have that system maybe not with my parents only with other people yeah exactly and if i didn't have those people yeah it would still be hard to deal with certain things yeah and it's good that and it's great that you have that right and 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 honestly like if if i know i know this is like not everyone knows me but if anybody ever needs to talk to somebody i'm here to listen because i understand so it's like i i want to be an ally for the people who have been in that situation 100%. 100%. Or who are in the situation right now and they don't know who to talk and, to. So that I, I just want people to know that I'm somebody who they can talk to about it because I understand and I, I feel compassion for you. Like, I don't know if that if I that actually sense, got but. a rare chance to do that when I was in grade 7 when I went to the new school. Um, there was a group of us that were different and got bullied a lot. And I was able to talk to... I don't know if she... She wasn't a teacher. I don't know what she kind of like... She's a counselor of some sort, and we got her to make a group for us that we met three days a week during lunch, so we didn't have to go out into the schoolyard that day mm-hmm. during lunch, during our 40-minute lunch. And we got to stay inside and just read a book yeah. together, talk about things. Like, it was awesome. I don't even know what we called it, but it was pretty much the anti-bullying group, and we ended up talking about anti-bullying to the school like we ended up actually bringing it out in there and I think and I'm still friends with people from that group to this day like I'm also not friends with some of them but that's mm-hmm. just how school works obviously so like superheroes bullying but superheroes. we got we got the chance to and I that as I've found out that program lasted and I think it's still a thing to this day because it gave a place for kids that didn't feel like they belonged with the other kids to have an outlet and to make friends like yeah. without that I wouldn't have made friends and I wouldn't have I that time I think was the first time I ever personally went to a kid's house on the weekends and just played a video game and was invited there just me and that kid hmm. and because of giving that getting that chance I definitely am a better person for it and oh yeah helping other kids really help too yeah I think bullying is a, is a hard topic to talk about, and having a group like that is probably something that every. It was awesome because it was back then. It wasn't a thing. They, oh no! I don't, honestly, I don't like even I think know, it's a thing now. Well, no, it was. It, it turned into a thing because in high school we there was a group yeah. for that. I didn't go do it because I didn't need to in high school. Like I wasn't popular. No yeah, means. yeah, but it's still. But I had a very line. high, I had a very large group of friends. Not large. There's Mr. Like Popular 10. over here. <laughs> but 
but a large enough group that I didn't really feel outed by the other kids. I stayed and did my own thing. I mm-hmm. kept under the radar. I didn't really get involved too much in high school. Um, I know that schools now have like the anti-bullying policy, but I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know if they have groups or anything like that, but I know when I was in high school, grade nine, uh, this was like MSN era. Uh, there was a guy who he I went to school with him and he was kind of creepy but also not really creepy like he gave off like creepy vibes but at the same time he seemed like he was pretty normal like I don't know if you get that mm-hmm. um and he it's like during the day he was like one person and then at nighttime when you were on MSN talking to him he became this like weird creepy guy like who was hitting on you and he used to message me like, saying that he wanted to, like, hook up with me. Stuff like that, right? But mm-hmm. I was, like, very, like, like, eh, boys are disgusting. Still in grade nine, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember telling the school about it. And I had to, like, I, or I told one of the teachers, whatever. This was, like, private school. So I don't know if it was, like, dealt with the same way. But I think he, mm-hmm. it kind of just, like, they were like, oh, just block him. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't think anything ever came of it. No, if that was to happen in our little school mm-hmm. of probably my grade alone only had maybe 150 people in it. Um, and just my grade, my class year. Um, if that was to happen, the police would be called. And actually, I remember a time that the police had were called and you had to give your password. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because so they could I figure think... out who the person was that was doing something. Um, yeah, well, we knew. Like, I knew they, it was They him. would never just tell you to block a person. They would automatically get a outward person involved in it because in a small town especially my small town stuff like that went like wildfire oh yeah 100 percent. i can totally see that but and i don't even think like anything i don't even think they told him that they knew like it was just like it was done like i told them and they're like oh yeah block him and i don't think he ever tried to talk to me again after that he must have knew that like i told on him and he was definitely older than me, too, because I was in grade 9. So he, I think he was probably in grade 12. So that's even creepier because have, I was, like, 13, 14 years old. Creepy. Uh, I just want to, like, make a side note for everybody. That has nothing to do with this topic. Uh, we're filming in our basement apartment. And our cat's screaming a lot because I I was trying to get him to come out from under the table earlier. And uh, he... Uh, oh, oh, so I used a can of cat food. And now he's obsessed with it. And he's screaming because he wants to eat it oh there you go okay so sorry little technical difficulties because this is my first time using this app uh so yes if you hear my cat screaming in the background i am very sorry he's just really needy right now he wants to eat some canned food which is really bad for him and he's a little suck so to continue on with this have you ever experienced a teacher being bullied so I, I'll tell my story first because it I, it brought up a memory which is really strange from grade seven and eight with a new teacher. So you think about yours if you have any. So a new teacher, I'm not gonna say her name. I don't want to out her. She was like thicker on the bottom, like you know she's like a pear shape I guess people would call her, and people would call her drumsticks because she had some thick thighs, and. At the time, it's like, it, people think it's hilarious. But it was pretty mean. If you think about it, that's actually kind of mean to make fun of her. Because they were calling her, like, 
I, I don't know if like it's it's if it's actually me or not. To me, if somebody called me like drumsticks, because she had thick. Well, legs. any any type of nickname like that is that is meant to demean somebody is mean. Is mean 100%. Yeah, exactly. Like, so for me, like with a mother goose, a name that shouldn't mean anything, but the way it was given, the way it was used, yeah. hurt. So yeah, a name like that would hurt, and yeah, it would and I, be. And I just remember always being like ha ha ha, but I I wasn't really like making fun of her. I just kind of like laughed because everyone else was laughing. Yeah, well, especially your kid, and to treat an adult differently than the other kids are treating them, it would make you feel very outcasted. different and outcasted from the yeah. other kids. So yeah, I can see, and, and no sense is that you being a bad person. It's the poison of childhood. It's the poison mm-hmm. of wanting to fit in and wanting yeah, to be and... a part of what other kids are doing, especially as a kid that wasn't always welcomed. Yeah, and honestly, like, I feel I feel really bad that it happened to her. Like, I hope she didn't ever hear people saying that to her. Because, who knows, she may, might have gone home every night and cried because her students were being a-holes to her. You know what I mean? And there was, so, there, like, on the same, like, topic of it, of, like, that class, there was a new kid. I don't know, I think he, like, he came from India or, like, he's just, like, like, he just has a heavy accent. But the first day of class, I think the whole ca- the whole class was, like done because whenever he would speak like his accent was so thick that you just die of laughter and and now as an adult when you think about it i'm sure people make fun of accents all the time i mean obviously they do i've seen people mock accents but at the at that time being in grade seven or eight i don't remember what year it was i would have been done i would have been like mom we're going back to wherever we came from like i'm not going to that school anymore if people were making fun of my accent and he was in the same class, too. Mm-hmm. That's some real bullying right there. <laughs> Poor kid. He was popular, though. That's the thing, though. We had a kid like that, too. Like, he, he came into class. I think that whole day, everybody was just, like... I think everybody peed their pants from laughter because they were making well, fun of so his new, accent. right? Like, it's something that they had never experienced. Like, we had a boy come from Mexico, and he would show pictures of the monkeys living on his house and all this. That's and cute. he ended up being one of the worst people I've ever met. Yeah. But he was the most popular. Oh, God. I, I hated popular kids in high school. I remember them being... And, and I was in the same grade as them. That's the thing, though. They were all... It was all grade... We were all in grade 10. But they all thought I was a grade 9. Like, I was in grade 9 because I came from a different school. Mm-hmm. Grade 9, I went to private school. Grade 10, it became whatever. So, it, we can talk about that another day when... It's not, it's not bullying. It's just like... All the weird people that I met when I was in high school. Uh, did, did you think of anything? If you don't I have mean, anything, then... For me, I, I don't have a personal experience, but I do have one from a friend of mine who mm-hmm. told me this story many times. Um, I had met the teacher uh, very briefly because she left the year that I joined the school. Mm-hmm. Um, but she... Um, I don't know her name or how the joke happened. Yeah. Uh, something was said to her or she'd said something about somehow it got brought up about a vibrator. And so some kid bought a vibrator and put it in her desk. God. Turned it on. Oh my God. And it was shaking in her desk. Oh and, God. And uh, the whole class would call her, I forget the nickname, but it was something really shitty, like really mean. That's. And yeah, they. I would have quit. She ended up no. She ended up getting investigated 
for sexual harassment, oh my sexual like assault on children because she had a vibrator in her desk. And that's horrible. That's one of the reasons she ended up leaving the school. I found out. Well, I would have left the school too. Yeah, there was another teacher in high school. Um, I guess this would be considered bullying. She was a out woman. She was open and out about her sexual orientation. Uh-huh. And she was a gym teacher. And she was the girls' gym teacher. Well, the year she came out was her last year at the school. Because of because, because of, of oh god the because a girl. Knowing she was an out woman, um, used that to her advantage, and she didn't get along with this teacher very well. And I didn't know this girl; she was a grade eleven, I believe. I was grade nine, but I knew the teacher, and yeah, she ended up leaving school that year and retiring, as far as I know. When she was in her forties, oh my God, because of this girl using her knowledge of her being a lesbian, yeah, to say, "Oh, she touched me." Oh my God, and. It later came out that that never happened. Very open. Well, she, this girl got very open about it later on. Mm-hmm. and But it didn't matter. Probably ruined her life too. Yeah. And well, it ruined her life, but this teacher, it didn't matter that... And she hadn't been let go or anything, but it didn't matter that that was said. Oh, yeah. Her it, career it ruined, was over. Was she couldn't get another her. job. It was done. So, so things up. like that, no matter what it is, the consequences can be a lot more than you think. When it comes to especially being a kid and a teacher. Like, kids always want to point out faults in their teachers. Or because, you know, teachers can be hard on you and be very direct and, like, but they're not trying to do it out of hate usually. It's usually to try to make you better. Oh, yeah, 100%. And kids don't like that. And kids can be very vicious. But then there's uh, teachers that are actually are oh really yeah, bad and teachers. I had mine in grade yeah. six who was a very bad person and I wasn't the only student or the last student he ever did that to. Yeah, that's but them. then there's these teachers that who were only ever trying to do good and because there's that one kid that wants to be that person who makes up a lie or says something and i i know it from many other people it's not my experience it's only not the only one happened in a lot of schools when i was growing up yeah where kids would make up a lie about a teacher and because of that so i i see that as a form of bullying yeah like making up Um, a lie like that can hurt a lot more than just some words yeah it's uh, it's hard to even like imagine going through that like i if i was a teacher and that happened to me well especially when you dedicate your life to teaching kids and trying to better the world you go to school for a while too like yeah and i don't know also you put your life into teaching these kids every year and you know you get so many years into it and you get that one kid that just ruins it yeah another side note i know that you guys love my side notes already um we're our stories that we're telling are based on what we remember it's not like it's it it's some things could be a little bit different, but it's from our point of view of what happened. So just in case somebody's hearing a story that we told today, and they're like that didn't happen, it's just what we remember from our memory of being children, one hundred percent, or being our... adults. Like it's not it. It's just it's just our stories. And these like, aren't stories that we're able to fact check. So it's yeah. It's, so we're going off of our memories of over twenty years ago for some of it. So, yeah, we can't fact check these stories, but we are just doing the best we can with 
trying to remember the way that it that made happened. us feel or the way that we interpreted what happened. That's all we can really do. Yes. And also, we are not trained professionals. So anything that we said today that could be advice or whatever is not. No, it's just our personal experience yeah. in life. Yeah. Just wanted to put that note in there so that people don't be like, yes, I'm going to do exactly what they said. They're saying oh no, hundred percent. You or should whatever, always you know I try mean. to get help from someone else. Like, a trained professional. <laughs> that or just a, a a parent. It's always worth talking to somebody else. Yes, definitely don't take what we said that we did or we or how, how we, we handle the situation. Yeah, exactly. Because not everything works for everybody, right? Yeah. So you have to take into your own personal experience in life. So it's definitely been nice to hear stories because. There's things that I've never told you about that have happened to me. Like, I haven't told you everything that has happened to me yet. And it's it's just nice to know, you know, like, this is this is our past. Because we're married, right? Like, mm-hmm. some things you don't talk about. Because how do you just, like, oh, yeah, do you, remember, or, do you remember when we were children and we got bullied? Like, it's not something uh, that we talked about, It just right? doesn't come up in conversation. It's not, like, it's not just something that you talk about. It's, it's a common conversation point. Yeah, I mean, maybe some people are like, hey, we're going to talk about everything that's happened to us in life. I mean, we've had our moments where we've talked about the more traumatic things that we've had happen to us. But it's, yeah, but it's not never. something that you really focus on on your day to day. It's just something that might happen once or twice throughout your relationship. Like we've been together four years, mm-hmm. so we haven't had that much time to really experience those type of conversations. Yeah, and that's why we're doing this, so we can tell people our story we can tell each other our story and maybe somebody can hear something that they needed to hear or i don't know you know what i mean like it everyone's stories have meanings to yes exactly someone might hear it and be like oh that happened to me when i was a child too or wow i have somebody to talk to now alex and chris are there for me you know what i mean like i know that sounds so cheesy but it's just something to to do to inspire people no, and then our the way that from our experiences, especially as this podcast is named, from the different ways we lived from being you in Toronto in a big city mm-hmm. and me in a city that is not even close to the size of Toronto. There's not even at close. the time thirty five thousand people when I was growing up, maybe. Yeah, it's so it it was definitely small. a lot different. So it's probably interesting to see how see for other people to see how these two people not only got through their life that way, but also came to meet each other and find each other somehow from having such a different upbringing in life. Exactly. He sums things up better than I do because I can go on forever. (laughs) I love to talk and that is unfortunate, but it is what it is. And I am who I am. Very annoying sometimes, but also I'm awesome. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I can Not be kidding. just as annoying. Yes, you can be very annoying. But Which is something we will talk about in a later podcast. Yes, we already have that planned out. It's going to be called, Why is Chris Annoying Today? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so, we didn't really talk about it. Like, we did talk about this briefly with the teachers, but I want to talk about it, like, more. Like, from personal, uh, like, us. Yeah, obviously personal. Uh, a time you remember being a bystander. Like, people being bullied. I'm sure you probably have many stories. Uh... I'll go first, I guess. I have one friend specifically, one story that I'll always remember because I feel really bad about it. Because in my mind, I was happy that it didn't happen to me. So I was with this girl. I'm not going to say her name because I'm kind of still like, I still talk to her. She, we were walking downtown 
back in the day when I used to go to Much Music all the time and a group of guys walked by us and they, they looked at her and they were like, oh, like they were laughing and they were like, oh, look, it's a grenade. And back in the day, that was from Jersey Shore. This is how old I am. Grenade meant like ugly, unattractive, some something like that, right? And the ugly friend that your buddy would jump on. Yes. So his buddy could get to the attractive friend. So does that mean I was the attractive friend? <laughs> Just kidding. That's so see. That's that's exactly what I did though. That's the thing though. Back then when they were yelling at her, I was like, yes, thank God they're yelling at her. Thank God they're not calling me that. That that is mean. The fact that I was like, thank God they're yelling at her and not at me. And I think that all of us have one of those because like mine is definitely one of those where I went to the new school mm-hmm. in grade seven and there was another boy, won't say his name, mm-hmm. um, but he definitely had the same experience as I had in life where yeah. he was bullied because he was different. And he um, one day, don't know what he did to piss off the whole school oh my god um but i'm not kidding you when i say probably 30 to 50 kids chased him around the outdoor yard and got we so we had a gully surrounding our schoolyard and they chased him so hard that he had no other choice but to dive into the gully which i think he ended up in a thorn bush oh gosh um from my memory and they all surrounded and i'm like i mean i'm not exaggerating when i say at least 50 kids like teachers had to wade through us to get to him yeah and he was just pinned in this bush and i just remember thinking oh my god like that could have been me a year ago at my old school yeah oh my god thank god i'm not the one that's being treated like this and he ended up kind of being my kryptonite when it came to I always saw how he was being treated and I always thought oh my god I have to treat him that way because if I don't I could be treated that way yeah so he was so me and him from grade 7 to grade 12 had a weird friendship I wouldn't definitely we were not friends I think if you had told us said to me at that age that he was my friend I would have beat him up to show you that he was not my friend and we got many fights and he chipped my tooth on a water fountain I threw him to the ground very hard one time because he tripped my cousin like there was a lot of times that me and got in fights because I think I was afraid if of being him yeah, if I treated him nicely, as I probably should have. And I was not the only person that obviously did this. No, does not sure. make it, like, yeah. good at all. Like, I'm not justifying what I did at all. Like, And I have told him since we became adults that I regret the things I did. Because uh, we have gained kind of a friendship, I would say. Like, I'm not... I Before I left my town, I wouldn't say I would be... What's the word? Um, scared to be seen in public with him, mm-hmm. um, which took a lot for me. Um, he's actually a really great guy. He's actually a father now and mm-hmm. has a family. And yeah, I hundred percent regret treating least... him the way I did because I got treated that way. And to do that to him and to direct my fear, I think, yeah. of being put back in that situation. Um, I treated him very poorly. 
and a lot of us did to him he got he made it through a lot and at a older age which is a lot harder i would think that's worse i think but But he did it pretty gracefully at points so i'll give him that at least he is probably in a better place now from what we from what you know of anyways oh 100 percent. and that's see i like it it is that is exactly what it is though we we like act out of a out of a place of fear yeah and and you know what listen like i've had my share of people yelling at me out of cars like people yell they they specifically roll down their window just because they see me on the street to yell at me and i think that that feeds into a lot of my anxiety too like which we're going to talk about in a later episode but people literally roll down their window and yell at me obviously they don't do it with their window closed but it's just the fact that the the act of like rolling down your window and targeting to to target like me on the side of the road like i've been called things I honestly, I don't even remember, like, the only one I specifically remember, like, obviously being called, like, fat, like, people are like, oh, fat bitch, like, eh. and, like, somebody called me Shrek one time, and I was like, what? Shrek? You couldn't even be Fiona? <laughs> like, they, I had to be Shrek? Like, am I so ugly that I can't be Fiona? <laughs> At least maybe a pretty princess, like, and it's ridiculous, like, so that kind of stuff, so when it was my friend who was getting yelled at, it was even better, like, I'm like, great, they're not yelling at me, they're yelling at her. Mm-hmm. People do not care about people that are on the street apparently it, it's easy because you're driving by mm-hmm. so why would you care you know what i mean especially back then especially like oh it still happens oh 100 but back it, then it no, was I'm about to me it happens all the... i've had people yell at me on the street i, I more meant like the friend thing oh yeah yeah yeah. like it, I, it's now stuff it's like different. that happened a lot because we weren't hidden by technology and yeah. I mean, we, we didn't hide behind a, a cell phone or something like that. People were a lot more aggressively out with being verbally aggressive. Like, they would definitely feel more comfortable yelling at someone. But I think now people are more so comfortable behind the phone that they are afraid of having that instance where they yell at someone like that. And there is a bystander that isn't just going to stand there and take it. Oh, no, and I've seen left. that instance where I actually think, thanked a person because I was in a situation like that and someone stood up for me. Someone who did not know me, I don't know her to this day, never saw her again after that. But she saw a situation going badly and she stepped in and she said something and she dealt with it for me. Yeah, and I've, I've been in situations I like think that before. that got a lot more normal over the years so it was a lot harder for people to do something like that in such a crowded area or in such a public space because they it was more likely that someone would say something and there's been videos since youtube came out like people standing up for people yeah well there's that show i don't know what it's called but it was a gentleman would set up fake actors and all this to have like people in a supermarket like make fun of a kid with a big oh, yeah, boy see what people would do. and see how people would react to the actors making fun of the boy There's, and it's very surprising to actually. be honest yeah and like they they even said at the end like they had a lot more people stand up that they just couldn't fit in yeah like it, it is it i think tech like media itself being so 
immersive nowadays it really helps with that because mm -hmm. people see that there are good people out there that are willing to say something and 100 percent, if you see something like that going on as long as you think it is safe to do so yeah you should say something and protect that person because you don't know what's going to happen if you don't yeah and and I've, it's I've... always better to say something especially again as long as you feel safe to do so yeah, because there is definitely in incidents where you probably hurt. should not get involved in that so like back to like uh so that friend group that from my traumatizing days of Catholic school. So when Facebook, I don't know if I just, I had just joined Facebook, but I, I know it's still a feature on Facebook right now where you can um, like add your contacts, I guess, or like from your phone, you, mm -hmm. if you, like it'll find the people that are on yep. Facebook. So back then, unless I'm just absolutely crazy, it ended up friend requesting all those girls, hmm. maybe not all of them, but at least three of them. And after it happened, they sent me messages. Like, they were like, why are you adding me? You're so ugly. Like, you're fat and disgusting. Like, I got so many messages from them. I was like, what the heck? Like, how old were you? I was, in, I was at least in high school. And because this, I was, this living... was, like, the same friend group from high school or from before? No, like, the, the, the Jenny Craig people. Mm, like, the, okay. my Catholic school friends. Yeah. And it was, like, such a, like, haunting experience because it was Facebook. Like, Facebook was new. Well, new to me. Well. And, like... I I don't know why it added them. So I was like, what the heck? So I was getting all these messages from them, and I'm like, what the heck is happening? So I remember, I'm pretty sure I unfriended them. I don't think I messaged them back. But e even as, like, not adults, but, like, from being, like, a child, going up, growing up, and it happened so many years later. The fact that they still needed to say something to me was, like, and they looked completely different. It was so weird to see them because I remember them being, like, children and then seeing them as, like, teenagers such a weird experience i i would like to see what would happen if you saw them i think i went through a period where i thought it was because i was different and it was my fault mm -hmm. the, the way i acted i asked to be bullied like and i got told that by many people growing up where because i had adhd and because i was an attention seeker um i seeked out people that would treat me like that because it gave me the attention i wanted I can Not tell you attention. that right now, and something that we're going to talk about, because we'll definitely do something about that, kids with ADHD don't look to be bullied. Yeah, of course That not. is one of the worst Not the stereotypes for about ADHD, is that people think that it doesn't matter the attention. Oh, 100% it matters. You don't look, no one in their right mind looks to be treated like that. Yeah. So back to those girls like I, I feel like I I probably slightly deserved it a little bit like because I did do some things back like to one of the girls like she was kind of like the weird one in the group and I remember back uh, this was like my this was me being a bully to her and I mean it was kind of rude to be honest like even when I think about it now I'm always like why did I do that remember this is like 20 years ago uh -huh. like why would I do such a thing that's so mean who even thinks about that like why did high did, school no, 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 like in grade, this is, remember my Catholic school friends are from grade mm. six and uh, okay. down. So she got these new markers. They're like felt markers yeah. that you write on clothes with. Mm -hmm. So everybody was already using them, but not me because I'm, I'm the leper. So then finally I was allowed to use them and I was pissed. I was out for her. I was, the vengeance was real. I was like, I'm going to kill her with the markers somehow. And... So, and anyway, so I ended up, so she let us write on her shirt. So me being a smart ass, I wrote kick me 
on the back of her shirt. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows this, like, except for them. And, like, I got in trouble. Oh, yeah. I got in trouble. But the thing is, like, I don't know, like, okay, so, you know Joe, obviously. Joe is my grandfather, my ex-grandfather, whatever you guys want to call him. Grandfather. He was the one who signed the paper because, so after it happened, she told on me, obviously. My punishment was that I had to wash her shirt. Wash her shirt and I got, like, a, uh, I didn't get suspended, but I got, like, a paper that I had to get signed by a parent. Like, it was, like, a written warning. Yep. So I was so scared to tell anybody that I told Joe and he signed it. So I don't know if my mom knows about it. She does now. But I don't think that like he told anybody. And he probably doesn't remember that it happened. Oh so, definitely not. And like I could be making this up. Who knows? It could have not happened. Like the kick me thing did happen. But him signing it might have been like maybe he gave it to my mom to sign it. But he signed it in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. So I could be making this up, but it happened because it was such a like like the experience of it. It's like, what do I do? I'm crazy. But we were fine, though, after that. Like, me and the girl. But I had to wash her, clothes, her stupid shirt. And, uh, yeah. So, that was my experience of being a bully. Not the only experience. I've obviously done things afterwards. But I think that, like, really changed my, my opinion on it. Um, so, I think that, like, I don't think I've ever... I mean, there's obviously more stories. But nothing that was, like, too too life-changing i think the only other one that i want to talk talk about like really quickly is when we're i was with my cousin jake and his girlfriend at the time and uh we were hanging out by our old school grade seven and eight school and all of a sudden i like the eggs are being thrown at us and i was like what the heck is happening they were aiming for me and they were across like the yard they were throwing eggs at me because they said I was fat and disgusting. This is this was like in grade seven and eight. Oh no. No, you were older. Sorry, this was grade nine because that's when he was dating that girl. We were there. We were there. I don't know, hanging out, whatever. And it's funny because that girl, she ended up coming to my school afterwards. She was still in Jakes. grade eight. No, no, no. This like the girl who was egging me. Mm. It was her and her boyfriend. She ended up going to school with me, at a different school, like afterwards. And she, and she doesn't remember it happening, obviously. I mean, I didn't confront her about it, but she didn't recognize me. But the fact that they were like, oh, let's go do bad things. Like, let's go egg somebody or egg people. Uh-huh. Children. Childish thing to do. That, like, still sticks with me to this day. Because I'm like, somebody went out of their way. Not Maybe they weren't coming specifically to target me. But the fact that they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to attack her with eggs. That's so mean. <laughs> Isn't that not something that would be oh, like... Oh, that's very dramatic. Like, I don't know. Anyways, I think that those are the only things that were really like life-changing for me. And to this day, I try not to be... I try not to be a bully because... I mean, like, I obviously... I probably... I mean, actually, I don't think I'm a... Like, I don't... I wouldn't consider myself someone who bullies people. Like, I don't, other than, like, us making fun of each other, I don't think that I yeah, but go out of my way to bully people. That's a very different thing, because we are in a committed relationship. Yeah. And it's not ever done out of hate and out of anger. Yeah, because I try, honestly, I think that I actually, like, more, like, I mean, obviously I stand up for it, but I think that I'm more annoying about it because I actually, like, go out of my way to, like, stand up for it. Somebody once called me a social justice warrior. I don't know if you know what that is. I had to Google it, and I, it's probably not the right thing. But, like, when you stand up for things that are, mm-hmm. like, 
we had a program at my school in high school that it, if a teacher saw another kid standing up for another kid, you got sent to the office, which mm-hmm. was always scary because you're like, did I just get in trouble? But it was actually to get your name put into a draw and then also get a gift. Um, and the draw was a gift card, I think, or yeah. something at the end of the school year. And a good uh, in grade 12, I had my name entered into that draw 13 or 15 times, I think it was. For signing up for people? Yep. Oh. And I also had like a collection in my locker of these school themed gifts. Amazing. There's always like a pen or a calculator. Something really dumb. It's hilarious. And I just had it in my locker because Different I just saw what it would be like to be bullied. It was a lot easier when I got a little bit older at 17, if you can call that older, mm-hmm. um, to see it differently and do it a different way. So yeah, even to this day, if I was to see even children, not even people with the same age as me, bullying another kid, I would step in. Yeah. Because... I've been that kid and I've been those kids and both ways suck because there is a definite two sides to that story and it is better if someone steps in the proper way. Yes. I think everybody should take that lesson and try to be... But you have to do it the right way. Yeah. You have to understand that the situation needs to be dealt with a certain way sometimes. Like you can't be... You can't match their... The energy. same level, yeah, same energy as the person doing the bullying or vice versa. It's definitely easier to be nicer than bullying somebody because then you have to actually think about something to say to them that's rude. Because there's things that uh, are obvious. That, that comes very easy to people that want to do it, I think. I but think it's the, something that's very simple to come up with some mean words are very easy to come by. Yeah, but also when you know them. people, yeah, but I'm talking about like on the internet, people just bully you based on the obvious things like if you're big they're going to call you fat yeah if you have like like birthmarks on your face they're going to make fun of that they don't make fun of you specifically and your like your personality unless you're showing it on the internet but like i'm talking about like more physical things Mm -hmm. people don't really bully you for anything other than that which is the stupidest kind of bullying for me because i go i go on tiktok and I see people, they're like, wow, you're so fat. You need to lose weight. You're like, you're so ugly. Like stuff like that. And I'm like, you really went out of your way to like comment that on your video, on a video when you could have just kept like, keep swiping. And to be honest, TikTok's one of the only personally for me, one of the only social media that actually brings that to attention and actually like the people that they do it such in a, such a tasteful manner where they'll put that comment up on the screen Mm -hmm. and they'll show them why those words mean nothing to them oh that's the best way to call it and it's it's awesome to see that there's a form of media now that you can act like that and do it in such a tasteful way yeah and people do stand up for you but then there's also people that are a little bit like like slower at you like you know what i mean but not to sound cliche but or aged um, haters are gonna hate, and you're always gonna, gonna find hate. you're always gonna find someone that has something to say in a negative way about the things you're doing. Like I, that's just the world. That's humans. Mm-hmm. And but you have to live in the positive, and you have to take the only the positive from situations like that. Personally, you can't focus on the negatives 
in life. If I if I focused on the negatives in my life, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> and that's how I've always looked at the world since. You cannot let the things people have to say control your life. And that's why I kind of do like TikTok. Because they out them in a nice way and show them how it's not going to control their lives. Ditto. I agree with that. I think that that's, that's it. That's the one. That is, that is all you need to hear today. Don't listen to anything else. Just listen to that. <laughs> and I think that's a wrap on, on our first ever podcast together. Well, yeah. for first podcast ever And there'll general. be more to come. Yes. I, 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 got, I got used to it after a little bit. Yeah, he was more nervous than I was. And then I was more nervous than he was. <laughs> and it's actually... I think not... you fed off my nervous energy, to be honest. Oh, yeah, 100%. I feel all your, your jitters. But it was really nice to talk to you guys. And uh, until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Tune in. Oh, God. That's really terrible singing. Don't listen to that. But make sure you guys like this podcast. If you guys want to share it. If you want to give us any stories about times you were bullied. Follow, follow us. I don't really know. Click on all the buttons that give us <laughs> more. More. Listeners. Listeners. Whatever. So we're tuning out tonight on this beautiful Monday night <laughs> at 12.47 a.m. When... not p.m. Yes. And have a good night, guys.